how it was going. But first, talk to me. Tell me what's going on in your life. What have I missed? What have I missed? What have I missed? (laughs) I hope all is well. I hope we transitioned into June very smoothly. Um, I actually talked to y'all about my trip to Europe. It was great. Highly, highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So we're going to deep dive into this. Well, not deep dive. I'm just going to talk to you guys about it. It's not going to be a long episode. Maybe it will. I feel like sometimes I feel like... <laughs> I'm like, it's not going to be a long episode. 30 minutes later, it's definitely a long episode. Um, 30 minutes... I have been having people... Let me talk about how y'all interact with us. Because I say every episode, I'm very appreciative of how y'all interact with us. Um, but... I had I forgot who it was somebody hit me up and was like can we get some longer episodes girl I'ma try (laughs) the longer like the weekly episodes are you know quick swift because I put them out weekly but the longer episodes are typically the help a sister out episodes um or like if I have a if I have a guest we'll deep dive into some other shit like and that makes it long but I don't be wanting to talk y'all ear off, but I guess y'all be wanting to hear from me more. I don't know. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the episode with Shay. And then the last Help a Sister Out episode. So I released that while I was ending out my rec- uh, my vacation. And I was seeing some of the responses um, just quickly as, as I was doing things. I didn't really sit down and like tap into everything just until a couple of days ago. Um, but... I feel so much better knowing that like I'm just not the only person who's interacting with women who kind of like push you in the corner when they're dealing with a guy um some of the advice that you gave that you all gave was amazing advice that I was also able to apply to my life with my friends group and I talked to Shay about it too um so just thank you all for just always giving like really good advice sharing your resources and all that good stuff like I really really appreciate it um, and you're not only doing it to like help me, but you're also helping the community that I have put together and it helps. Um, it's like, I watch it like trickle out and trickle down to people and like across to other, um, platforms and different networks and things like that. So essentially what happens is people come to me. I'm going to give you the breakdown of those episodes. Um, I put up questions. I ask, you know, do you have anything that you want to touch on? Do you have a story that you want to share? And I give people the opportunity to tell me those things. If I pick those episodes, the the topic or the story or whatever it is, I meet with these people. So I meet with the person and I'm like, hey, give me the details of what you're going through. And in that very raw moment, I give them um, advice. And I always tell them, take my advice with a grain of salt. Um, Not necessarily a grain of salt, but like... Don't just listen to what I have to say. Because I can only give you advice. Okay, moped. Y'all make me mad every summer. Especially when it comes time to recording. <laughs> but, um, like, don't just take the advice I'm giving you. with Like, some of the things that we talk about, I don't have much experience with it. So, like, I'm hypothetically giving you advice. Like, oh, if I was in your position, this is what I would do. But I'm not in your position. And, you know, that may change. My feelings on it, my action toward it, my solution to it may be different if I'm actually going through it considering the circumstances of life um so then to have that one-on-one conversation and to have this person be very vulnerable with what they're going through and have me share it with all of you 
is amazing. And it, to be that vulnerable with a person in, in a one-on-one setting, um, that's something that you should be proud of, being able to, anyone who's ever sat down with me for a Help a Sister or Help a Brother Out episode. Like, it has been, it's, I think it's amazing. It shows how much strength that you have to be vulnerable with. Most of you know who I am, but there's been one episode of with a girl, I didn't know much of her except the fact that she followed Black Girl Tea, and she didn't know much of me except that I started Black Girl Tea. So, like, I really commend you guys. I hope you see that, see the growth that you have. But I also commend the people who give advice and they're like, listen, I went through that two months ago and this is what I did. It helped me. This is the journey that I'm on right now. If you want to come with me to therapy or to my group sessions or, you know, come with me to the gym. I I just think it's amazing. And um, people wouldn't have gotten have gotten the support that they have from when you guys respond to those episodes the way that they do if they wouldn't have reached out. So it just shows people like, you know, reaching out and opening up about my situation helps me in the end. And I just want to thank all of you for allowing that to happen. Um, so let's deep dive into Europe. So I went there for a week. I went to London and Paris. Um, we flew JetBlue. Um, y'all know how I feel about JetBlue. They're my cousins. <laughs> um, flew JetBlue. Um, going to London, the turbulence was crazy. That was the issue with the with the flight. But y'all know me. I really do anything sober as far as traveling damn i just made myself sound like an alcoholic y'all know what i'm trying to say but i um before the trip me and brie um pre-gamed we had uh on the rocks we have bought some nips just in case we needed them and i popped an edible i was high as hell on that flight and that turbulence made me feel like jesus was like shaking us up or something like i felt like it was god himself with that turbulence um (laughs) it was rough um there was i had the pleasure of sitting in a window seat i was very comfortable but the going to london the people i was i was sitting next to two younger people um i want to say they were probably like anywhere from like 19 to 21 even 18 to 21 i don't think they were old enough to drink because i don't think they got any alcohol on the flight but i definitely got me a cup of red wine um in the midst of me i oddly would wake up right when they were passing out snacks which is funny but i was sleeping and all that most of the time but when the turbulence was really hitting um i was tech like me and brie were in the group chat and alicia was just trying to make sure that her mind was right and everything which i don't blame her that them turbulence was hitting you could feel everything shaking um but the guy sitting next to me started crying and i'm like being very vulnerable in the group chat like guys this is a lot or maybe i'm just high but he was full-fledged crying and his friend was like holding him it was a lot um then he fell asleep and was leaning on me the lady who was sitting in front of me but in the middle of alicia and brie she was recording every time like the turbulence would hit like <laughs> what are you reco- people aren't going to be able to see and feel what we're seeing and feeling what are you doing it was a lot um but then we got to london um the security lines and customs process actually wasn't bad. It was more so like, I felt like everywhere that we went, they didn't have enough people working as far as like the airport. They didn't have enough people working. So quick and easy processes, but it was just a simple fact that you had to wait in these very long lines. There was like three booths open. It was just ridiculous. Um, then we jumped on the train and we headed to central London. So while we were there, um, the first day was very crazy because you had to like, we had to check in at three o'clock. 
so we got there pretty early we had to find a place to put our luggage which we find this cool storage place um if you ever plan on going to london definitely try to find if you're like you know most hotels and airbnbs you can't check in until three so definitely try to find you one of those storage places to um hold your luggage so that you're not just like sitting in an airport wasting the rest of the day waiting for you to check in so that was definitely a help um the first day when we got there we did all of the like cool touristy things definitely had to stop and get us some lunch i had a mimosa it was great i learned very quickly that like okay in america when i've had mimosas it's been like an equal um amount of like pineapple juice orange juice or whatever juice that they're using it's been an equal amount of orange juice and champagne and fucking london they gave me an eight ounce glass with seven ounces of champagne and one ounce of of orange juice and it was fresh squeezed orange juice so they were just like yeah this was she gonna get i loved it it was amazing though um we did all the touristy stuff we did the cruise the boat was was the boat was rocking and i felt like i was rocking for a good two hours after we got off the boat even walking around we popped into a Starbucks reserve, which we didn't get to really experience the pleasure of that, but it was really cute walking into. I got myself a water bottle. I actually got a glass bottle. It's super fucking cute. Um, and I'm l- looking at the t- I actually have the bottle in front of me because I'm going to tell you guys the prices of things. Um, in the US, this water bottle would be $22.95. I got this water bottle in London for $11.95 a steal it's very excited about it um then we you know went checked in took a nap and then we went to makai for dinner the hookah there was hidden the drinks there were hidden as well um they had a belly dancer it was amazing highly recommend that you guys go the hectic part about all of it was the train um having to carry there are not a lot of like elevators and stuff so we had to lug our luggage like up and down stairs we had to help each other out and, and like when I tell you my the amount of stairs that we climbed with my 35 pound fucking suitcase and a book bag on my back I know my my thighs and shit better not try to fly because I toned the fuck up going up, on, up and down them damn stairs um but our first the first place that our first Airbnb um it was in a very cute quiet neighborhood which I have I haven't been in a cute, quiet neighborhood in a very long time as far as, like, living and sleeping there. So it was a little weird in the beginning. I obviously fell asleep because I was fucking tired, but it was just too quiet. Like, I didn't hear any ambulances. I didn't hear any sirens. It was just crazy. Um, the driving process there was was also a little bit weird. I sat in the front seat of an Uber, and obviously it's on the opposite. Like, the cars are, are reversed, so, like, typically the passenger side is on the right. I had to sit on the left. The street signs were crazy. Like, it was, it was a lot. It was a... <laughs> <laughs> the amount, so they pay also we here i we were talking about this um at the airbnb actually and i don't know why it was something that like stuck with me when we were driving i was looking at the gas prices and it was like one something for a liter of gas and i i'm not the, the most great math person but i was doing like based off of a two liter so that would be two dollars it was like a dollar something so a two liter soda which is what i had i was doing the reference points that's two dollars and fifty cents worth of gas for two liters which is clearly i don't think that's i think a gallon is bigger than a liter i don't know but 
I was trying to do the math, and in order for you to get twenty dollars worth of gas here, I don't think it would be the same. It was it was expensive, regardless. I was like, this is a lot of money that you're spending on gas, and we'd be complaining in, in America. But like, they spend. That's why they have the metro, like their train system. But I don't even remember what their train system was called. Oh, I think it was the Oyster, and then the other one was the National Line, something like that. I don't remember, but it was a lot. Um, very similar to like New York City Transit, but it it wasn't quite that. The train system reminded me of New York, but the like driving system, it, it was just confusion. But um, then we went to Brixton, London where we went to Lanona, which we had this amazing pasta. So it was $40 for pasta, for pasta and unlimited Prosecco. We got through three bottles of Prosecco and we had like an hour, you had 90 minutes to like get as much as you can. So we went through three bottles. Um, I had a situation with my phone. My phone just randomly blacked out when we were in Brixton and I had to go to a phone place and ask the guy that like, figure out what's on my phone i thought like i had maybe like some water damage or something but he told me that my phone was overheating and was like moist i hate the word moist but it was moist because of the environment that we were in so he did this like heater thingy um to like cool down my phone and like make sure that it was fine i haven't had i didn't have any issues with it like from that moment but he was pretty much telling me like oh when you're on the train and stuff like try not to have your phone out have it like in your pocket or something because that will definitely help you and i i listened to him so i'm pretty sure that's probably why my phone didn't mess up anymore um but it was it was it was amazing brixton is where um i met my friends from well they're not my real friends but i made friends with this couple they're from atlanta um and they were just amazing like they were super nice super sweet we were we, i followed them on instagram they're like hey we found this place you guys should check it out um and i hit them back up like hey we found a new spot like we were looking for hookah and vibes and um we unfortunately didn't get any of the hookah that we wanted other than that first night that we were there but it was and they call hookah shisha which i mean the shisha goes into the hookah stuff but I, I, anyways y'all it was an amazing opportunity amazing experience i was absolutely in awe with london I would definitely go back. I would act if I go back to London. I would, um, I would actually spend a lot more time in Brixton. I like how the like shopping scene. Honestly, Brixton really reminded me of Harlem. It was beautiful. Um, they had this place called Pop that had like it was like a street fest, but like they do it every week. They had a DJ. They had a couple DJs. They had a bunch of food places there. Um, of course, when we were there, we got another bottle of Prosecco because why the fuck not? And we had vegan food. Well, I had a vegan food with Alicia and Brie had Caribbean food, if I'm not mistaken. All was good. Um, and definitely like a bang for my buck because the food, the bottle of Prosecco that we got was mad cheap. And I, I'm, okay. I don't know if y'all drink champagne as much as I drink champagne, but... Let's say we were getting a bottle of, um, their champagne was very much giving Moet, but for the price of Andre, and it was worth it. Like, I felt like if they would have charged me, well, I, like, I wouldn't have had a problem paying the Moet price for the bottle that I got. But I was like, oh, they kind of scaling themselves back a little bit because this could hit at some... Uh, if you would have put that in a cup for me and would have been like, here goes some champagne, I would have been like, oh, this is some Moet. Like, it was hitting. It Like, 
obviously I knew that it was Prosecco, but like it was hidden. It really much like tastes like Samoet. It was great. Um, and then after all of that craziness for Bree's birthday, we flew on out to Paris and it was an hour flight, less than an hour flight to get to Paris. Again, the customs and security is actually what took more time than anything, but super easy, quick flight. When we got to Paris, though, it was hot. Like, when we were in London, it was like 60 degrees. I think 75 was like the highest that it got. And when we got to Paris, it was 80 degrees. And I was like, yes. No warmth. And I was mad because, like, I'm watching my friend's stories who are obviously, like, still in the States. They had some very hot days. And I was like, of course it's hot when I fucking leave. But they seemed to have, a, you know, y'all was having a good time while I was having a good time. So I ain't even bad at it. But we got to Paris. Um, we went to Monster Blue for dinner. The food was good there. I got lamb chops there. And y'all know I'm very, like, I love lamb chops, but it has to come from the right place. And I am not at all mad about, um, I'm not at all mad about my, my lamb chops. It was really good. The margarita there was very strong. What made it even worse is the fact that, like, the, um, they didn't make, they didn't use a margarita cup for my margarita. So my garnish did not stay on properly. And there was a lot of salt inside of my um, margarita. Yeah. It was just, the margarita itself wasn't, I'll give the margarita a 7 out of 10. Like, I was definitely drunk and felt great. But it just, it was, the salt overpowered it. And it kind of tasted like, um, it kind of tasted like, I was like Himalayan sea salt. But it was really good though. Um, what else did we do in Paris? Yeah, we went home. Um, well, to the Airbnb. And then I spent that second day in Paris shopping. Um, and like doing all of my personal, like, I went to the stores that I wanted to look at. So I went to the Couples. Y'all know I love the Couples. I went to All Saints. I went thrifting. Um, I can't remember the name of the thrift shop that I went to, but, um, let me actually try to pull it up. I don't think I'll be able to, though. I'm gonna try. But, um, I love thrifting, but this particular place I went to, they were very much, um, very, 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 actually, very structured. And it was really cool to see people, like, have some sort of structure, within their um thrift shop because if you've ever been thrifting in new york you know it could get really hectic any thrift shop that's like that has some fire ass product they it gets hectic in there um but they had a really like so i walked they had two doors and I walked in through the door that had, like, vinyls and, like, old school cameras and things like that. Y'all know I love me a good vinyl. Um, it was really nice, really cool. But when I walked in, I saw all these, like, thrifted handbags. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I need to, I need to go in there. Like, I need to, I just need to go, like, deeper into the store. And I couldn't go all the way in because of how they had it, like, set up and everything. But it was really, really nice. Um, and it was called uh, Killer Watch. K-I-L-I Watch Paris. 
that was the name of the thrift shop that I went to. Um, but I seen they had Telfars and they had like Louis Vuitton luggage and like really cool pieces. And as you all know, like you can't just like walk in the store and buy a Telfar. So for me, I was like, oh my god, they have Telfar bags. And like I really love the East Pack collection with Telfar. I think all the Telfars are beautiful. Some of the colorways are just not for me, but the East Pack, if I could get every color of East Pack, I definitely would. I was skeptical at first because I'm like, do y'all have credentials of these bags? And the guy that I was working with, he really like took time to explain to me their thrifting process, um, how they go about making sure that the products are real. He flipped over his little laptop and he was like, look, you see this? And like, he was showing me the different things on there so I can figure out if it was a real bag or not. Showed me some paperwork. It was really cool. Really good process. Um, I ended up getting the green small, like the circle East Pack bag for 50 fucking bucks like it wasn't that's like wow but it was cheap it was so much cheaper because obviously someone had used it um but he gave me all the paperwork that i needed and i'm about to rock my little bag soon not right now though maybe like in two weeks i was gonna take it to like it's juneteenth thing i'm going to but i need like a bag that i don't mind getting dirty because it's gonna be alcohol involved but anyways that was amazing um It was amazing. Um, I went to All Saints, obviously. So I, All Saints, I don't get the opportunity to like talk to people all the time when we're on meetings. Like we get to see each other. We hit each other in the group chat. Um, you know, we're sending something to someone else's store. Like you see the name and the face because of the email. But like, I don't get to spend time with them. So I went to the store in Paris and. I introduced myself to the brand leader and she was like, oh my God, you did the Black History Month thing. And I was like, yeah, it's me. It was really cool. Um, and to just like walk around the store and see some like product that I have not seen in America was amazing. Um, but also being able to feel like, like I've said to you guys before, I work in a concession store. Um, so I don't get to have like the, I don't have the opportunity all the time. Like when I go to New York, definitely. But like on the day-to-day I don't get to always have that like all sense experience I sometimes have to like jump on a call to get that or like just talk to some of my peers in order to get that but to be in that store I was in the store for like two hours um for a very long time actually to be able to get that and like have my own Austin shopping experience while not being on the clock was amazing trying on product was amazing I loved so much of that so when I I got a couple pieces while I was there um I'm so excited to wear some of the things I got but it was just an amazing experience um I definitely would like my favorite thing about Paris was just the, the vibes on the street and obviously the shopping experience um I visited a couple other like local local brands and the local stores and stuff like that it was very nice um the fashion scene there was amazing and like I was asking you know I was asking like every time I went in the store like where else is there for me to shop like do you guys have like gallerias and like other like sections of Paris where I should be going to shop and everyone was like you can go anywhere and find anything here like that's why it's so cool to be in the area that we're in right now like you can go a mile down and find another um street to shop or you can go like jump on the train and go two stops over to so-and-so and you can find this it was just amazing and I really um love and appreciate how people didn't like gatekeep here go these fucking dirt bikes take it on my last nose these dirt bikes when I'm trying to record but I feel like in Connecticut like sometimes 
not even in Connecticut, in America in general, when you're like, oh my god, like, I like that bag, where'd you get it from? People gatekeep, like, they will not tell you where they got it back from. They'll be like, oh, it's, it's bombing. And then you're like, okay, but where'd you get it from? Like, did you get it from an actual bombing store? Did you get it from Saks? Like, Nordstrom, talk to me. And they'll just be like, it's bombing. And then you're just, okay, well, what's the name of the bag? Like, I seen this girl walking down the street, and she stopped me. She was like, oh my god, that leather jacket is cool. I'm like, girl, I got it from All Saints. It's definitely online still. It didn't sell out yet. Go go get it. Um, you know, she was asking about my shoes. I'm like, Forever 21. They're also on sale right now. Like, I gave her the all the details. And I was like, but the bag that you're wearing, like, it was this very... It was a canvas bag. Like a... Kind of like a Marc Jacobs tote canvas bag. But it wasn't square. It was kind of, like, shaped like a beehive. And I was like, where did you get that bag from? Like, and it was a beautiful, like, powder blue in the front and then the back was like a baby pink and she opened the bag up she's like i have so many compartments in here and when she pulled it out the inside was like a pastel purple it was a beautiful bag and i was like where'd you get that bag from and she's like you have to okay come right here go straight down there's gonna be the store that has all these like chinese letters on it it's like a chinese restaurant right next to it it's this weird door and like she's like go there work with Marie. And she followed me on Instagram and she sent me the same information. She's like, it was a pleasure talking to you. I hope you have fun for the rest of your trip. You know, there's this concert happening tonight. Not sure if you're into rock music, but like, it's free entry. Here's the link. Like, go and have a good time. And it was just amazing. Um, after that, we went to dinner. Like, after my shopping experience, Bree and Alicia witnessed somebody get hit off of, hit, um, a pedestrian got hit uh, by a guy that was on a moped. That was a whole completely different experience. That was just too much. That's never happened to me. I've never, like, I've witnessed car accidents, like a car hitting another car, but I've never witnessed a man, like, ram into a pedestrian. Like, that, when they were telling me, I was in shock. They actually called me to tell me what was happening as we were walking down the street, as I was walking down the street um, to go somewhere else. And I had to, like, kind of pull over while walking. Like, wait, what did you just say? It was so unreal. And I could only imagine, like, hearing the tone of Brianni's voice when she was telling me, I could only imagine, like, what she was actually feeling and going through in that, that moment in time. It was crazy. Um, what else? Oh, we went to Pink Mama for dinner. Highly recommend. Um, definitely get a reservation. Dinner in Europe is actually late. So they were mainly like eating around like 10 o'clock. But it wasn't bad. The time difference got to me. So in Paris, we were six hours ahead. In London, we were uh, five hours ahead. Definitely got to me later in the week. Um, and I just started feeling really drained. And that kind of burned out my, my social battery. And I will say, the group of women that I was with, they definitely understood, like, the importance of, like, silence. They understood the importance of, like, doing your own thing and, like, having a moment for yourself. Because um, y'all know me. I have, one, been prioritizing, like, just having a moment for myself um, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. Like, doing something that I really, I really just needed to do and resonate with me. So when I went shopping, I was like, I got to shop by myself. Like, I really need, like, I didn't want to dampen anyone else's shopping experience. I know that when I go in the store, I take a very long time. Y'all know about the fitting room traumas, like, not being able to fit into things. And I'm a curvy girl, and that happens to me more often than it doesn't. So I didn't want to have, like, that moment of feeling like, oh, my God, these fucking jeans are cute. Like, great price, but they don't fucking fit me. I didn't want to have that meltdown with other people because I, my social my social battery was just drained by that point in time. But it was really a good opportunity for me to, like, shop brands that I love and that I see all the time online that I don't necessarily get to, like, 
walk into an actual store and get to experience so it was amazing I absolutely loved it um I'm definitely willing to go back to Paris um I actually want to do a trip soon well not soon soon but like at some point I want to go back and just experience like a full week of, of London and a full week of Paris I wish we spent more time in Paris but it was absolutely amazing um I'll share videos and stuff with you guys from the trip but highly recommend I think the biggest piece of advice I can give you guys for the trip is to um one make sure you pack the proper like charging like the universal charger you, you might want to get the three-prong one that they normally use and the double the two-prong one um we ended up having to buy another charger we all had universal charges but we had the basic one and we needed a three-prong so we ended up in london we needed a three-prong in um, paris we only needed the two so definitely make sure that you have both of them because you're definitely going to need them also try and buy multiple portable chargers that was a big help for us because everyone came with one but we ended up just like using them one at a time like once one person's phone was charged and they were good we passed it to the next one so that while we were out throughout the day like no one phone could die we all had a charger there was multiple of them um it was a really really fun trip also pack shoes that you are completely comfortable with going up and down the stairs in that you could run with because we all for the most part everyone had uncomfortable shoes um but like i y'all know me i wear my high lift converse almost any and everywhere but toward the like fourth day of trying to put them on my feet were like screaming they were like bitch stop putting us in the shoe which is why i had ended up wearing my platform sandals because i just needed my toesy woesies out and just a little bit more comfort um definitely not the most supportive shoe but definitely more comfortable than what i was like walking around in my converse it was very comfortable um definitely carry a jacket luckily for us while we were there it didn't rain at all which a lot of people were like it's gonna rain it's gonna rain it didn't rain while we were there um so i can't speak to that but also just make sure that you're going with a group of people who like are open i'll say that about the girls that i was with like we didn't end up we were supposed to try a beer we didn't do it but it was more so like oh this is a cool experience like this looks like it'll be fun this looks tasty um which is really cool um but also like toward the end of the trip my favorite part of the trip was when we had to spend some time at the airport and we had like a very like vulnerable conversation and I'm not going to go into details of that conversation but that was really the highlight of my trip and it just showed that like we're all women working toward um bettering ourselves and like for the three of us to be on this trip with our very you know similar background but very different backgrounds very different upbringing very different view of things like um and all be black women as to have a conversation and just be as vulnerable as we were like that was my favorite the shopping was great the food was amazing the drinks were amazing but that moment with the girls at the end was everything for me um so shout out to Bree, shout out to alicia for taking this trip like we did the fucking thing it is a dream of ours me and Bree. i don't know if you guys know the song caught their eye by jay-z if you have heard it go listen to it right after you listen to this episode um but we've always talked about like london and, and paris and europe and stuff like that as, like growing up um and then when that song came out there's a part in the song where jay-z says i seen i seen the eiffel i seen an eiffel and um we have all, oh when we go to when we go to paris we're gonna do da 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 and to see it all come to fruition was a lot for me um i was very emotional and i think i kind of hit my emotions with things with like with how appreciative I was like I definitely when I came home I was like god like I cried I was like god thank you so much like 
thank you for allowing this to happen and like getting us there and back safely we we like no crime at all around us even though they did witness that like that that accident but like nothing happened to us no one lost anything we all got there safe we i didn't have to use my EpiPen. like it, it was it was an amazing trip i couldn't ask for more and i'm very appreciative of that very grateful um and i'm just excited to see where god takes me next and and i say that like obviously i have to do the work to be like i have to go to work and work my 40 hours a week in order to have money to go on these trips but like so many like how easy it was for this to happen and i know you know it's hectic planning a vacation in the states is hectic so i i know you guys understand how hectic it could have been to plan it like in a whole other country that we've never been to before um it was just god is so good that's all i can say <laughs> um i highly recommend you guys going i'll say i'll give i'll give london a nine out of ten just because they missed a mark with one thing for me and paris a 10 out of 10 um but would i go back absolutely would i try the same things all over again absolutely and i definitely add more things so if you guys have been to london and paris definitely hit me up and like tell me some places that you've gone i know a lot of you had already shared with me like things that you've done um prior to my trip but like if i go back what else should i be doing let me know it's a pleasure to be back with you guys and thank you for listening to this episode and i'll talk to you next week